The FM world is changing very, very fast. Every day we wake up with new technology, new trends, new aspects of operation and maintenance, new initiatives happening. And you must learn to cope up with this rapid changes happening all around you. And this always starts by learning. Welcome to Connected FM, a podcast connecting you to the latest insights, tools, and resources to help you succeed in facility management. This podcast is brought to you by IFMA, the leading professional association for facility managers. If you are ready to grow your network and advance in your career, go to ifma.org to get started. In this episode, Lauren Kruger sits down with Hiba Kamal, FMP, IFMA instructor, and country manager at Tabreed Egypt. Together, they discuss what is shaping facility management in the Middle East, investing in FM training, how we can leverage facility managers to solve regional problems, and so much more. Now, let's get into this episode. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for joining. I would like to introduce Hiba Kamal. She is the country manager at Tabreed, Egypt. She is an IFMA FMP, as well as an IFMA instructor, and has more than 24 years of experience in project and facility management in the MENA region. So if you don't mind, Hiba, tell us a bit more about yourself and how long have you been an instructor for IFMA? My name is Hiba Kamal, as Lauren said, background electrical engineering 24 years back. And I started my career with project management in specific because facility management was a bit little not known in our region. Uh, so project management was the widely known aspect. In a specific facility management started in 2012 as official title for facility manager. With IFMA, I tried to scale my knowledge and experience. At uh, 2016, I was the first female FMP holder in Egypt. Since then, I started my journey with IFMA. Great. And, and how long have you been an IFMA instructor? I think I started the journey in 2017 right away after I got my FMP. So I went through the whole entire process. I was officially certified by end of 2018, it was early 2019. Then I started instruction from 2019 onwards. Great. And why did you want to be an instructor for IFMA? As I always say to my students and my team, that facility management for me is just not a profession. I, I really enjoy it. I really enjoy sharing experiences, sharing knowledge. And the more experience I had, the more I want to learn, the more I want to transfer my learning to new generations. And IFMA is the world's largest and most widely recognized international association for facility management professionals. So you just get them the right uh, path or the right track to start their careers. And you mentioned at the beginning, you know, that facility management was not as well known when you first started out. You know, it was the project management side and it, it's evolved since then. And how is the concept of facilities management changing over time and what role is technology playing in? FM rapidly grown in the past 10 years in the Middle East and in Egypt in specific. With more training, we can expect this position to gain more respect and be rewarded accordingly. With more companies than ever before relying on technology and different tools to get 
uh, our work done, FM Solutions have also begun to focus on the everyday elements that allow a business to function with better cost-saving initiatives, with better sustainability initiatives, which is uh, uh, the, the, the new challenge we are facing all now. And this should never affect also the quality. Technology have helped us a lot to achieve that. Uh, having a record, having a history, we always say without a history, you cannot plan for the future. So technology was the great tool to help us build for a better future and better planning for future. Yes, absolutely. I completely agree with you. Technology is shaping so much of the world and it's doing it's doing much to evolve facility management, especially it's been um, increased within the last couple of years because of the pandemic. So absolutely. True, true, true. Help us a lot, pandemic. <laughs> Yes, yes. <laughs> the pandemic has shaped um, a lot of facility management for the future, and, and we've seen that. We're going to talk a little bit about that in the podcast here. Can you tell us a bit more about facility management in the Middle East? What are some current trends you're seeing? I know you've mentioned some already with technology and sustainability, but can you elaborate a little bit more on some additional trends you may be seeing? FM in the Middle East a few years back was only limited to operation and maintenance and housekeeping and those functions was not under one umbrella or one uh, department. It was distributed between the administration departments and the demand organization. Even service providers themselves were distributed between O and soft services as we name it. And nowadays I start seeing complete FM departments involved in the asset management and the project management, budgeting and financing and become the source of information for any organization while they plan their capex, their investment opportunities, and play a major role for the cost optimization, sustainability initiatives for all organizations, either in demand or from the FM service provider itself. So nowadays, FM become completely different than, let's say, 10 or 12 years back in the Middle East. Yes. And much of it has been driven by kind of FM as the service for these providers. So um, FM service providers worldwide appear to have big challenges, economic pressures in the future right now. Inflation and supply chain demands have resulted in client needs to reduce budgets, but still receiving the same world-class service industry standard level for FMs. How can these FM service providers in the Middle East counter some of these challenges? As we always say during our course that uh, the major sacrifice uh, budget is always the FM budget because whenever they are thinking of cost saving, they will only always jump to the uh, support function, starting with the facility management, seeing it as a as only a cost consuming department in the in the in the organization. But I see that facility management is a great tool, and when it is combined properly with technology and systems, we can achieve the difficult balancing between the cost and quality. You all always hear the terminology that I need the best services with the lowest uh, cost, and it's 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 a very difficult equation to have because you have to sacrifice something. You have to sacrifice the quality then scope. The concept of asset management itself in FM is the start. And when proper asset management is introduced through FM services, we can result in operation optimization and more operation sustainability, which will result in reduction waste, not just waste of the standard terminology of waste, but waste in resources, waste in time, waste in systems and process and different resources. And this will definitely reduce the cost by average of 20 to 25% straightforward. Yes, absolutely. Yes, that's a that's a great 
great topic to hit on, you know, looking at where and reevaluating where unnecessary spending is located. So yes, I definitely agree with you. Another challenge that these FM service providers are facing is the availability of qualified manpower. Are there enough trained and skilled professionals in the region to meet the growing demand for FM services? With the lack of skilled workforce, uh, many FM service providers are engaging in partnerships and acquisitions to pool talent and deliver long-term contractual obligations. In Gulf for several years before I, I, I came back to Egypt, it was early introduced and the early know about training and the early know about standardizing the FM process and FM learning and development. But in Egypt in specific, I found it a little bit non-mature. In a little bit, people are relying more on their individual skills and individual experience they gain by time. Uh, but recently, I start seeing that there is growth happening now in many skilled professionals. A lot of people now are, are going to learn the fundamentals and learn the, the, the standards of the provision itself before just not relying on their expertise. And still, comparing to the population number, we still need to increase and train more skilled professionals to meet the high-growing demand of FM, which I start seeing now in Egypt happening growing. And one way that some of these FM service providers may be able to stand apart from the many others in the market and fill these employee skills gaps is through investing in training. Do you agree with that? Fully agree with that. The facility manager who is well-trained and certified, either he's an FMP or CFM, can support the FM provision by guiding new FMs for continuous learning and development for their knowledge and skills, help organization also standardize their FM through proper process in the day-to-day -day operations, as well as allocating budget for the FM credentials for their staff to keep them always up to standards. And thanks to IFMED, they have different models, not only talking to the uh, experienced facility managers or who are very well experienced, like if we are going to the CFM, but also there is the essentials of FM, which talks to the new grads and the fresh grads and whoever entered the, the, the field without proper knowledge. Yes, yes. Training, uh, lifelong learning is essential. And um, we you know, IFMA conducts research into the credentials and training and what are the benefits that others have received from those IFMA trainings. And we find that, you know, not only is it helping to close skill gaps within a certain company or for the employer, but it's also helping with talent acquisition, you know, having the employee stay with the company longer since the company is investing in their education. So all of that is affected. Training can affect all of those talent acquisitions and succession planning for these organizations. Can these organizations leverage those opportunities to solve regional and global challenges within FM? I always believe in the concept that starts for very simple operational optimization can lead to reasonable cost savings, which will open the organization appetite to set to spend more on innovation and technology. Don't jump to sensors and artificial intelligence and augmented reality and things which is really, really expensive to start introducing to him five or six percent of savings, which can be achieved through very small process enhancement and operation enhancement through the expertise you gave an FM, which will give you the same savings, which will 
increase their appetite for more saving and more spending on the scene. There is a saying that the man who moves a mountain begins by carrying away small stones. Don't jump to carry the mountain uh, as a one step in the beginning. Let's start with zero cost initiatives, as we say it, test them and analyze and report periodically the results so we can move to investing in innovation and technology. I love that quote. I think you explained that perfectly, and that would be a huge benefit to organizations, as you mentioned. And the COP27 Climate Summit was recently hosted in Sharm el-Sheikh, Egypt, back in November of 2022. What's the significance of having the summit hosted in Egypt? I was privileged to attend the COP27 under the broadened of new Ministry of Climate. And it was a great event. All eyes were was in Egypt being like, they think that they will not be able to host such a great uh, event or organize it in the professional manner. But actually, it was astonishing uh, organization. It was such a great event with very professional and top standard organization and facility management inside the different venues. The organization between the facilities inside the venues itself was really amazing. The event made the nation realize the importance of climate change, even for those who never heard about the COP before or the climate change or the challenges which we are facing in climate. They understand, they know the initiatives which were done by many local organizations to be more sustainable participate in the overall goal of reducing global warming and greenhouses emissions. So I found the, the people in the street itself, they were talking about that. And this all starts with the FM because those initiatives, who will implement them? Who will be managing them? Who will be reporting the results? Who will come with the innovation? You will find at the end that the facility management department in each organization, each industrial field is the one responsible for implementing the actions which will result in achieving the goals of the COP27. I know that UAE is hosting the COP28, which will, is also a great event to happen, inshallah. And uh, this, this opens a great eye on the FM provision as well. Yes. And, and we've, we've talked how, you know, with the pandemic in the past couple of years, it's shaped so much of FM and technology. And another competency of IFMAs and one that is front of mind for the majority of the world is sustainability and how facility management can can greatly affect sustainability. So having its, you know, these climate summits in the Middle East especially is is putting a great spotlight because a lot of companies in the Middle East are somewhat leading the change for sustainability as well. Regulations also. I'm expecting very soon that this will be regulated. So it will not become an option for us to, to, to be sustainable. Yes. And to go back to, you know, some of the skills gap we've seen, you know, we've, we've talked about technology. We've talked about some challenges with talent retention and the skills gap, sustainability. There's so much for facility manager to credentials becoming a requirement for job postings because of, you know, the amount of knowledge they need to know. They're looking for credentialed and skilled professionals. Recently, I start seeing many of the FM job postings that have the SMP as a mandatory or as a condition to apply for the post itself. We used to see that in the project management that you used to have, you must have some certain of credential in the project management to be able to be a project manager. Now I see that happening also with the FM, which is a very good indicator that the market has become mature when it comes to FM. And they want only to hire whom are having the right skills and credentials 
prove it. I always say it is not only credentials because sometimes I face some students, I'm here for the certification. And I keep telling them, you are here for the learning. Certification only will not help you. If you just strive to get a certificate without proper learning, without reading the book, without doing the assignments, without just going deep into that, you will just hold a piece of paper without getting the benefit and the beauty of the certification itself. So combining proper skills, experience, sharing knowledge, uh, in, in participating in many events, which IFMA is doing all the time to share knowledge across the market, plus the credentials will help to enhance your skills. It's so important. There is a community of professionals out there. And just as you mentioned, connecting with that community, knowledge sharing, benchmarking can only help support individuals and their organizations. So there are other FM credentials and organizations out there. Why do you support FM training from IFMA and the FMP credential? When I was taking the FMP course to get my FMP credential, FMP taught me the international standardization for FM in a very objective way. Not just theories and methodologies and essays and 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 I don't want to compare with others, but actually the 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 the, the objective way of, of the FMP itself is very useful to everyone who's, who's learning facility management. The continuous uh, interaction also between IFMA members and fellows are exceptional since IFMA strive for excellence and growth through innovation, leadership, and sharing knowledge. FMP learning objectives and test questions also are the result of best practices shared by facility managers worldwide. What you learn is ideal scenario of how FM should respond to situation in any industry in any country worldwide. Great. And, and we're going to conclude the podcast here with one more question. What is one piece of advice you would give to facility managers today or for someone maybe entering the FM field and looking to grow in their career? Don't stop learning. Regardless your age, your title, your provision, don't stop learning. A Greek philosopher once they said, change is the only constant in life. Learning itself is a change in our mindset and style. And FM world is changing very, very fast. Every day we wake up with new technology, new trends, new aspects of operation and maintenance, new initiatives happening. And you must learn to cope up with this rapid changes happening all around you. And this always starts by keep learning. Don't stop at a certain stage and say, I have enough. We never have enough from learning. Excellent advice, Hiba. Thank you so much for joining us and providing your insights into FM in the Middle East region and um, your insights into the FMP and training individuals. So thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Lauren. And thanks to everyone and hope to be with you soon again. Inshallah. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you really enjoyed this episode. And as always, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast for more incredible content. Do you know an FM organization or project that deserves recognition for exceptional contributions to the advancement of the profession and association? IFMA's annual awards spotlight the outstanding achievements of members, chapters, councils, communities, and partners. Nominees are scored individually across a variety of category-specific criteria by industry experts. Awards are presented at IFMA's World Workplace, and nominations are due June 30th. 
Submissions for the FM Innovation Award Phase 1 are due April 29th. Start your application today at awards.ifma.org.